many of us find it difficult to forgive those who hurt us or our own misconducts. In this episode, I wish to introduce six effective steps, which will free you from your perpetual grievance toward others or yourself. I will also discuss how to forget, let go of the past, and move on. The first step is to know clearly what forgiveness is and is not. It must be understood that forgiveness does not mean we condone injustice nor give up seeking for justice. It does not mean we should reconcile with offenders nor include them in our lives. And it's not for others, but for ourselves. Generally, forgiveness is defined as a conscious decision to release our feeling of resentment toward someone. My own experience suggests that forgiveness in essence is to be at peace with life in spite of what has happened. Though forgiveness may lead to actions, it's not an action, but a state of being. In this state, we find ourselves at peace with life. The second step is to understand that we must forgive, no matter how unforgivable the event is. Many of us are so deeply entrenched in our outrage and sorrow that we are unaware that now it is we who let the old trauma happen again, who still include the offenders in our lives, who continue traumatizing our body-mind, and who never truly live this ever-unfolding new life. Also, it must be seen that though we resent being the victim, our lingering hatred and sadness perpetuate our victim identity and suffering. The third step is to start the process of our forgiveness by acknowledging our pain and vulnerability. We simply allow ourselves to be human and accept our resentment, sadness, or anger with compassion. We reach out to those we still love deeply within, such as our parents, our children, our spouse, and our best friends. We tell them our memories of what happened, our own stories triggered by these events, and listen to their account and stories. For example, after we tell our mom, that her comment 20 years ago, that we could not do anything right, has diminished our self-confidence ever since. We find out that her stories are the opposites. She actually thinks very highly of us, remembers many great things we have done, and does not even recall such a comment. In most cases, if not all, we will find that things are not even remotely as bad as we have believed, and our loved ones are actually ready 
to apologize to us, willing to forgive us, and eager to embrace us the moment we opened up to them. The fourth step is to look at the same event from a different standpoint. The mystery of life is that, even though we see what happens, we cannot say that our explanations of why it happens are the absolute truth. This is because we cannot truly know why others do what they do. When we look into others' inherited psychological patterns, upbringing, and social cultural conditioning, we may find some reasons to forgive them. Likewise, we forgive ourselves because sometimes we honestly do not know why we do what we do. When we see that our own inherited psychological patterns, upbringing, social cultural conditioning, and our unawareness have led to our actions in that particular moment. We forgive ourselves because we did not know a better way in that moment. The fifth step is to rise up from our own personhood and look at human lives on the platform of humanity as a whole. On this platform, we see that human life is beautiful and messy and at the time even unbearable. We recognize that we are having our share of human pain, and many may have suffered more and longer than us. We then become willing to forgive, simply because forgiveness is one of the better human ways to live through life. On this platform, we also see that life is often good, and some fortunate events have happened to others and to us as well. This seeing inspires our gratitude toward life, and our gratitude in turn opens our heart to forgiveness. The sixth step is to contemplate and understand the purpose of our life. My own taking is that we are here to learn better ways to live a human existence while co-creating with the universe. It's my experience that when we focus on the lessons taught by our experiences, who triggers our pain, and whether we enjoy or dislike a particular experience, lose their importance. Consequently, we find ourselves at peace with life. Not because we forgive, but because we do not resent. And not because life is always good, but because we understand life better. For example, someone yells at you for no good reason. Instead of yelling back, if you ask what you can learn from this experience, and remain open to your inquiry, some life wisdoms may be revealed to you in the form of intuitive realizations, such as, what people do often has nothing to do with you, but reflect their own inner state. And the one who is yearning actually suffers, but you still have a choice 
in order to suffer. This deeper understanding of life not only makes forgiveness unnecessary, but ignites our compassion toward the one that suffers. Also, when we shift our attention from the offender to the teachings of our experience, our mind becomes quiet. For there is nothing to resent but attend to our intuition. In this silent state of the mind, there is no one to forgive nor to be forgiven. The next questions are how to forget, let go of the past, and move on. We may not be able to forget forever, but our mind can be conditioned to remind us of the past less frequently. Our mind habitually focuses on our personal stories. When we know our purpose is to learn better ways to live a human life, our stories regarding ourselves lose their heaviness in our experience. Thus our mind finds it unnecessary to remember them. The effective way to let go of the past is to realize that we can never experience past. Whenever we think about the past, we experience it in the present and thus miss what is happening in the present, which is life itself. In other words, when we cling to the past, we are not actually living a new day, but simply experiencing our memories again and again. Anyone who sees this truth will be willing to let go of the past, for almost no one is willing to cut his or her own life short. The effective way to move on is to consciously shift our attention to the present moment. We feel the peace of the present moment and the joy of existence. We embrace the love that is around us and deliver a firm and quality no to what we do not want. We follow our heartfelt passion and seize the opportunity presented by each new moment. If you like this video, please subscribe and give a thumbs up so that it will be brought to more viewers. Thanks for watching. Bye for now.